Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives from artists, producers, engineers, and other individuals in the music industry. In each episode, we touch on not only what has helped the person succeed, but we also touch on what has shaped them into the person that they are today. I hope you're able to gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you on your own journey to success as well. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone to episode 185 here in the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series and it is our first episode of 2024. So welcome all our past listeners and any new listeners. Hope you guys had a great holiday and a great New Year's. To kick off this year, we had an awesome guest from Las Vegas, Nevada. He's originally from the Delaware area. His name is L13. We discussed today his run in 2023, dropping, I believe, six different singles in total. He discussed, you know, his content release strategy, how he looks at releasing music nowadays, uh, keeping a full whiteboard full of ideas, which I think is super cool, something I do myself, and I know a lot of others do as well. Definitely helps keep organized. He talked about what the move from Delaware to Vegas was like, being able to meet different individuals and make new connections, um, the live shows he'll be doing in 2024, and all the other cool things he has planned for this year as well. Super excited. Um, you know, he's a guy that I've seen all over my Instagram before, seen him doing really cool things and the qualities in the music as well. Um, you know, his work as an engineer all the things he's doing uh, content-wise. Really love what he has going on. And I'm looking forward to staying in touch with him. And I hope you guys enjoy this one as always. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome everyone to episode 185 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series and the first episode of 2024. Today's guest, he's based in Las Vegas, Nevada. L13, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, not too bad, man. Can't complain. How you doing today? Doing great. And like I said, I'm glad to have you here, man. And, you know, to start off every episode, we have the guests give some background on, you know, who is L13? You know, how'd you get into music? All that good stuff. Some basic information that, you know, people might not know about you and what you do. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I'm L13, like you said. And uh, I'm an artist actually from Delaware that just moved to Las Vegas uh, last summer in June. Um, I started my career out there. And the music scene isn't um, particularly particularly fit for me. Um, you know, there are some outlets around Delaware, D.C., Philly, Baltimore, uh, Atlantic City, some Jersey spots, stuff like that. But uh, Delaware specifically was not for me. Um, came out here to Nevada uh, on vacation for a week. And about three days in, I just fell in love with this place, man. There, there's just so much going on. Uh, they have an arts district, and uh, that's huge for music. Mm. Uh, they have a lot of other things as well, but I saw the music scene and saw some things were available out here, and I was like, I got to get out here. Yeah. So I saved up, and the next year I moved out here. Mm. That's super awesome, man. And you, and you covered that question for me, too, because I saw, I read that, that you had moved from Delaware to Vegas. So I was definitely going to touch on that as well. And what's that like? Because I imagine it's a bit of a culture shock moving from a place that is so different to Vegas where there's a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, what, what has that move been like? What's the adjustment been like? Uh, yeah, it's definitely different. Delaware, you kind of have to make things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, not even just musically, artistically or creatively, like 
even things with your friends. You know, yeah. you got to have your your four or five, six friends or whatever, and you have to have an event to go to. You have to create something to go to. Here in Vegas, like, there's always something. Like, you don't you don't have to try. You can just walk outside and see a flyer somewhere mm-hmm. posted. Hey, there's an event going on down here this day, a free event here, a, a paid show here. All of this stuff is always going on. So it's been really yeah. different, uh, but it's awesome. Uh, for sure. And, and I, got, I got to imagine that's good to have also the online presence as well. So you're still making those connections via like Instagram and social media, but you're also being able to go out in person, like you said, to shows and different events and get to meet new people and meet new faces. Uh, so that's super great. It's like having the best of both worlds, I'd say, at the end of the day. So super great to hear, man. And I know you dropped, um, you know, so far, because we're recording this in 2023, you dropped, I believe, six songs this year so far. Uh, I was just listening to Replacement Drug before the episode, so I had to get ready. Um, but, but let me know, you know, about a bit about, you know, the music you've dropped over the last year, you know, what, what, what went into the decision to put those specific songs out there to the world? Uh, was it kind of just, you wanted to do singles as a certain strategy or you're just putting out what feels right in the moment? Like, how's that been? So, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, I just go with what feels right to, mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, I make a lot of music, uh, you can't see it, but there's a whiteboard over there with, I don't know, 60 to 75 songs written on there mm-hmm. that are all done that could just be dropped at any moment whenever I decide to make cover art or to make a snippet for it and say, hey, this this feels like the time. Mm-hmm. This this is the wave. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been the process. Just create almost on the daily. Um, I'm recording something almost every single day, whether it's four bars or a whole song. Mm-hmm. You never know what it's going to be. But I try to create something every day, and then, yeah, whatever I feel the vibe's going to be. Um, and that's how I come up with my projects. If you've seen in the past, I haven't released many projects. I think I've only dropped two. Yeah, Method to My Madness and Backyard Love. Um, and that just comes from, oh, I, I have a bunch of songs on this board that fit together. Let's make this a project. Mm. So it's almost it's almost more spur of the moment too. Like if you see that there are certain songs that fit the same vibe and the same energy, then you might craft something different from it and put out like an EP or something as well. I like that method too because I think a lot of people they either pick one or the other. Like they either have a bunch of songs and they're like, I'm just going to release these one by one, maybe one a month, and just do that for the whole year. Or they want to do an album like a concept where they put it all together and they know immediately like what they're creating. I think for you, it's more like, let's just have fun with it. Let's just see where it goes and you know put it out there. So I think that's a great way to do it. Are you looking to do that more in 2024 as well? Kind of the same strategy? Of course, yeah. And uh, I do have a project. Actually, I have a couple projects on the board right now um, from just, yeah, uh, putting these singles together. And uh, I definitely plan on releasing more songs mm-hmm. in 2024. So yeah. there'll be some more singles, uh, a couple projects. And more videos for sure. I'm trying to get my video game up for yeah, sure. That's awesome, man. And as far as, because I know you mentioned, you know, the opportunities you've had in Vegas since you moved there. Uh, as far as like performing live, how much of that have you done? Have you been able to do these songs and see the reaction from people and how they're being received as well? So I took a little different approach to this um, because, yeah, I did move out here to do shows. That was really like a big thing. Again, Delaware wasn't really fit for that. Um, (laughs) If I made country music, I could perform anywhere, (laughs) any weekend. But that's just not my lane. So, uh, yeah, uh, I actually took a different approach. I came out here in June last year 
and went to a couple different open mics and uh, was just kind of catching a vibe, seeing what the scene was and seeing what different venues had to offer. You know, I didn't want to go to an open mic and be the only hip-hop artist there. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is doing indie folk songs or just poetry or something, you know. Um, but from going out to these shows, um, I actually have not performed. I've just been networking, just connecting with people personally, uh, people that I've seen online, and then introducing myself and saying, hey, I'm L13, or they're coming up to me beforehand, like, hey, I've seen you online, like, uh, I'm glad that you actually got to make it out here. Mm. Uh, And from that, actually, just last week, I just booked two shows. Nice. That's awesome. I haven't even performed yet, but people are reacting, um, and yeah, it got me a couple shows, so I am excited to Uh see the the live reaction. Absolutely. And I always feel that that's the best thing to do too, is to build a relationship first with these people. Cause I think a lot of people would approach it from, you know, they want people to listen to their music or they want that opportunity to perform immediately without actually like understanding if it's the right situation for them too. And I think for you doing that is going to be so much better. Cause you know what you're getting yourself into at that point too. Cause you know, these people, you know exactly what they're looking for. So I think that's only going to help. And I'm, I'm sure these shows are going to do great, man. So I'm, you know, early congrats on that. That's super great. Um, super awesome to hear, man. So uh, is there anyone, could be collaborators that you've been working with recently or anyone you want to give a shout out to on this show that we should also be on the lookout for? Oh, hell yeah. Um, my guy, Yellow Beats. Um, I have a few songs released from him. Uh, the What I'm On song that I dropped this year. Uh, and then last year I dropped a song called Throw Up. Uh, but he's constantly sending me packs, man. He's a grinder. Uh, he's not huge on social media, but he stays consistent. Um, he pops out every now and then and will drop some packs or some uh, some instrumentals and stuff. And, uh, yeah, dude, he's, he's, a, he's a different guy. He's, he's got some vibes that I don't hear from anyone else. Yeah. Um, and he sends them directly to me, like just hits me up on Instagram or, or on Snapchat or whatever, just messages me and says, hey, beat pack's coming your way. You hit mm. the studio in the next couple of days? I say, yep, you know it. Or like, I'm working on this song. I'll have time tomorrow, but I'll definitely open it up. And nine times out of ten, he's got some beats that I can hop on mm. almost immediately. Hey there, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick minute out to let you know about a couple different ways that you can support the podcast one of the ways is by clicking that support the podcast button within your streaming platform that is if you want to be a monthly supporter of the show you can contribute either 99 cents five dollars or ten dollars a month so that's the first way and that's the more traditional way that we've had now for the last couple years the other method that we actually just recently introduced is from our good friends over at coffee Coffee is a virtual tip jar. We have set our limit to a minimum of $10, but you can go make one-time, one-off donations. So if you visit coffee.com backslash the Proven Knowledge Podcast, you'll be able to donate. And all these different forms of donation go towards getting new guests every single week, getting potential sponsors on board to do giveaways, and overall just making the show better for you guys. So if you want to do that copy link, it's ko-fi.com backslash the Proven Knowledge Podcast. Otherwise, again, look for that support the podcast button in your streaming platform if you'd like to be a monthly supporter. And I just want to say thank you guys for your contributions. 
And without further ado, let's get back into the episode. Sounds like you guys got that synergy, like that real chemistry going. So that's the, that's yeah, the best collaborators God. to have, man, is when you can kind of just read the other person's mind. It's like he probably has your sound kind of locked down a little bit at this point. Like he knows, he knows yeah. what you're looking for. So that's super great, yeah, man. Dude. That's awesome. And, I, you know, I think a big thing as we are starting out 2024 is, you know, looking at goals for the year. You know, since people look at it as a fresh start, I don't know if we want to go into New Year's resolutions or anything like that, but what do you think is a big goal for you in 2024 that you're looking to accomplish? Uh, the things we kind of talked about already, uh, performing live, getting out there, I really would like to do a show at least once a month, um, whether it's just an open mic or a booking, but mm-hmm. I definitely do want to get out there more in 2024. Um, and then videos, videos are a big thing as well. Um, my girlfriend actually records all of my videos and I do all the editing. Um, so it's a little bit of a grind, you know, I'm Mm. mixing songs, I'm recording songs, I'm mixing for other people and then I'm throwing in video editing too. Um, so it's a bit of a grind, but I definitely want to put out more videos next year. I still got a couple more before the year ends, but 2024, big year for that. Absolutely. And how are you approaching social media? Because I know what you do on Instagram. I'm familiar with what you do there. Uh, and you do put out a lot of good stuff there. Like, are you on TikTok a lot? Are you on YouTube doing other types of content? Like, how do you approach your own content strategy? Uh, so I'm all over the place. Uh, I do drop on all of those social media platforms. Uh, Twitter is probably one of my bigger platforms that I post the most consistently on. Um, and then Instagram. Uh, TikTok, I honestly just kind of hop on there and drop the video, and if it gets 200 views or mm. 2,000 views, it is what it is, um, because I don't think I really make quote-unquote TikTok music, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not opposed to it either. Yeah. I know that it can still be used as a social media platform to benefit artists, mm. so I definitely use it, um, but I'm a little more sporadic, just kind of hop on, upload the video, and hop back off. Um and then YouTube, I'm trying to stay more consistent with shorts. I've been trying to figure out the algorithm a little bit, doing some studying mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then, of course, I, I post all of my music videos on YouTube on my page. Um, so I'm trying to gain some more subscribers there and get some attention going there. But it's been a little bit of a slower process. Yeah. It's crazy because every platform really is different and they change so much. You know what I mean? And even looking into this coming year, it's like, I don't know where they're going to go from here, but... I, I feel that about TikTok because, man, I can't I can't be on there myself. I got to get in and get out as fast as I can. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah. I, I might scroll for a, uh, a minute or two and just catch, catch a couple videos uh, on profiles that I follow or have liked before. But, yeah, I'm in and out on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> I got people, they'll send me, like, uh, videos on there. And they're like, did you watch what I sent you? I'm like, I haven't been on there all day, I want to be honest. Like, if I don't have to post, I'm probably not going on there. So, but... I probably have, like... Yeah. My girlfriend and one of my best friends, they're always sending me videos. Uh-huh. If I log on, it says plus 99 in the messages. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> I don't even have the time in the day to do that, let alone what I want to, but to each their own, exactly. you know? So I think, I think we're ready for the last few questions here. Cause this is kind of a rapid fire one, man. So these are ones I ask on uh, every episode and they're more life related questions. The first one is if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you would do? If I could go back 10 years ago and give myself any advice, um, I would say to focus on what I want more. Um, 
I'd say in the past I was definitely focused on making other people happy and doing things for them. And now, I've, over the past few years, I've definitely dedicated more time to myself and mm. really doing what I want and going for what I, for what I want. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely tell myself to do that. It's awesome, man. And if we flip that then and we say 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself musically, maybe in life as well? Uh, 10 years from now, man, uh, I see myself doing the same exact thing, um, <laughs> but at a higher level. I'm already creating consistently. Um, I'm in the cannabis industry. I'm the brand ambassador for Jakua, uh, which is Lil Wayne's weed. So uh, I'm trying to make connections in both the cannabis world and the music world. And I honestly just see myself being here at a bigger scale. Uh, I have the home studio. You can't see much of it, but I have a little setup. I'm engineering and making some money off of that now. So, you know, just doing that more consistently and at a bigger scale. Yeah. Let's touch on that real quick before we get into the final question, because we do have some time still. What, what's kind of the contrasting difference between those two worlds? Because they are two different industries, but I assume that the clientele kind of overlaps a little bit, just from you know music and the cannabis thing being kind of connected a little bit, especially in hip-hop. So it's like, what is that like being involved in both worlds, and what do you think you've learned from both experiences? It's awesome, honestly, uh, because like you said, the worlds do pretty much overlap. Uh-huh. Being the brand ambassador for Lil Wayne's Weed, one of the <laughs> <laughs> biggest rappers yeah, ever, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if not the greatest, uh, <laughs> that provides conversation in itself. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I bring that up, it's easy to slip in music and be like, oh yeah, I'm an engineer myself, I, I produce a little bit, or I'm an artist, and give my Spotify, my Instagram, yeah. or whatever. So it is kind of cool to be able to just throw that in there, and it's so casual. Everyone in the cannabis industry is pretty chill. Uh-huh. Um and they all have their own things too. Um, they're real estate agents. They mm. make music themselves. They're comedians. They they have their own stuff too. So it is pretty cool to yeah. see how things overlap. Yeah. And you just touched on another point that I completely forgot about. You are an engineer as well, and you do mix your stuff. And like, tell me about that. What do you use for mixing? Like, have you always just been on one DAW to do all your own mixing? And where do you learn it from specifically? So I started out. Uh, with a group of friends back in Delaware and I knew nothing about mixing man I couldn't do a damn thing it was bad <laughs> I, I didn't even know how to really load the EQ on there uh-huh. and, <laughs> I didn't know how to do anything so uh but I learned a little bit from from these guys um shout out to them they helped me out for sure and then eventually we just kind of flipped roles one day I was sitting at the computer while they were recording and I just kept learning while they weren't there on my own time. And next thing you know, I'm engineering for them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, can you mix this song for me? Um, and I'm engineering my own songs, of course, on my own time. Uh, so that helped me learn a lot. Everyone's got a little different voice. We're all recording in different rooms. Everything's a little bit different. Um, so that, that helped me get the process of mixing and, uh, and really helped me grow. Yeah. Kind of learning on the fly, honestly, like in the in the moment in that environment. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah, for... Some of these guys have been to real studios, like yeah, the professional sounding yeah. mixed for uh, little Uzi, like make like these. They've worked with engineers that are up there, uh-huh. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I had to come in and just be like, all right. Well, what do I gotta do? I still don't know how a lot of engineers do. Like, they'll take the most untreated vocals and make it sound good. Like somebody in a coffee can, like recording. It's like <laughs> you took that and made it sound so good. Like, how did you do that? 
But, yeah, yeah it's, it's wild. Some uh, of these guys are magicians. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, man. Well, congrats on that as well, because that's a huge uh, step in, you know, your own music and quality, keeping that quality for yourself uh, where you need it to be. So that's super great to hear. And uh, final, final question this time. Uh, do you have any final words of wisdom for the listeners today? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, so if you're listening out there and you're an artist or a creative, um, do what you can for yourself. And whenever you have time, put the work in. Um, whether it's 10 minutes, an hour, whatever it is for that day or that week or that month, whatever, get it in. It's going to help. And if you can stay consistent with it, you will get better. Mm. You will get better. But it's going to take time. And if you're in and out on it and you're just half-assing it, you're not going to see much growth. So being consistent, I know it sounds cliche, but being consistent and really putting in the time is going to be helpful. So if you're creative and listening right now, definitely put in the time probably the best message you could give someone especially starting the new year that's a res that's a resolution right there for sure (laughs) so (laughs) man i gotta say once again i appreciate you for wanting to be on the show today had a great time great combo man and uh, i'm looking forward to what you're doing this year 2024 man i'm excited so we'll have to do this again soon no hell yeah man i appreciate you reaching out man it's awesome i see you on my instagram all the time so it's glad we finally got to connect and i could hop on here man i'm excited to see what you got too man for sure it's nice i listen to your interviews i see the snippets and uh i was actually of course just listening on spotify before we hopped on here awesome i appreciate the support man thanks everyone for listening today that was episode 185 we'll be back this time next week as always hit that support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send us funds I just want to say once again, welcome all you guys to a new year. This is the fourth full year of the podcast. I'm very excited to be doing it once again, bringing you new episodes every week. And until next week, we will see you then. And thanks once again, guys, for listening.